like, I have so much to share and I have so much to do. And I want that life. I want to create that life. I mean, who knows how long I'm going to live, at least on this planet. Let's make it happen. Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. You can find us for further episodes at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. Special note, we are accepting applications for season two. We would love to support you on your journey with money mindset, leaving a corporate job to step into business for yourself, or discussing how to build wealth. If you want more guidance in any of these areas, you can apply to be on Her Money Club Stories today at financialfitnessunleashed.com slash podcast. See you in there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachel Minnie. I am the founder of Her Money Club. The intention for these beautiful discussions is to collect women's stories of how they've overcome their fear, their guilt, shame, just the emotional challenges that do come with exponentially increasing money stories, money games, and also unfolding that without um making it detached from our lives and really integrating how we get to embody all of the things, money and life moving forward. So today we have Sally and I love what Sally is about to share because it's my favorite topic. It's really understanding the transition from going from nine to five into what you love to do into something that allows you to monetize your skills, your talents, and how sometimes it happens unsuccessfully at first. And I, I had that experience as well. So sometimes it's on round two, three, four, or five, where we, we figure it out and we get the game right and we get the success behind it. So Sally, would you mind just sharing a little bit about your journey in that? And we can start in whatever place you want. Absolutely. Well, I started, it's actually, I'm going to go a little back from the first. Started about 10 years I've been working in corporate. Uh, I've been doing logistics management and finance. Loved the work that I was doing, but I did not like the scheduling. I did not like the way that I couldn't share. Um, I thought I, I, I have more to share, but I didn't have the opportunity to go, go for it. So um, in 2014, I switched gears and I started studying yoga and meditation just for my personal interest without any plans to ever doing anything with it at all. But about a year after that, I just loved everything about it and I started teaching classes. That became a whole thing. It's just, I realized how unhappy I am in my corporate job because I was going to work in my office job and I would come home exhausted and I had no energy at all. 
Then I was going to teaching the classes after my office hours and I would walk out having extra energy. And I'm like, what is this? I want this. I want every day working, feeling like this. Mm-hmm. So slowly I started kind of finding my way, moving away from office, a job to my teachings. It was hard. I went through a whole lot of it, but it didn't take actually as long as I thought. It was just like nonstop looking for it. I found my way. I quit my office job and I started teaching yoga and meditation full time. Um, It was wonderful for the first couple of years. Everything was just going as planned (laughs) until I started dealing with some health issues and it got worse and worse. It was undiagnosed. I couldn't figure out. Doctors couldn't figure out what's happening to me. And it got to the point that I couldn't teach any more classes. I couldn't go out. I started losing my contract. I started losing classes. At some point I couldn't physically even demonstrate. So I couldn't teach. So you, I was trading money. I was trading hours for money. So it became to the point that it was bills after bills, medical bills after medical bills, no job. And it, the balance was just going off. Mm-hmm just all stress and nothing was working. I had no idea what to do. So with my physical health situation that I was going through, I just feel, I started thinking, I'm like, okay, I think the only thing I can do to be able to live for now is to go back to office job. At least I can sit. I don't have to move my body as much. Mm-hmm. And I know what to do. I mean, I'm a finance girl. There's job out there. So I moved there. I, I went back. I went back to office job and um, I failed, in my opinion, at that point. Yeah, I'm like, in okay. your mind, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but then, well, I never give up, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this. So I gave myself a couple of years. I, I started just going through diagnosis. I started figuring out what's happening in my body. So I'm taking care of myself while working in my office job. Try to make best of it. I mean, I love the numbers. I love working with numbers, but it was just good and bad. So I tried to stay positive and save a little bit of money at the same time. Um, and so on the side, I started my social selling or network marketing business that I have. I was doing a little bit here and there. And um, I just wanted to move away. Um, I started planning and planning. And this time I knew what I have to do different I was like okay I can trade hours for money for the rest of my life I know it's not gonna happen I'm not gonna be it's it's not gonna happen we are getting older our body is getting older so this is not gonna work it has to be something else so I decided to do go for passive income and residual income those are the two things I thought okay I have to have different more than one stream of income and it has to be not trading my hours for it So I started social selling or network marketing. um, And then I decided to start creating courses because I had a lot of knowledge from whatever I was teaching on. I was a health and wellness coach for a long time, teaching yoga, meditation, aromatherapy, all of it. And at the same time, I had the whole new thing of taking care of my body and GI issues and gut repair. That was my personal history. So I decided to create courses on these and help other women out there really, really to take care of themselves with Mm. all these tools, because going through everything I went using all medication at some point, 
all toxic products I had at home, everything that I thought they're good, I realized how much they were making me sick and sick. So I changed my life first. And then obviously I decided to start making courses. I was getting sick from the toxic product I was using. So when I started changing my lifestyle at the same time and taking care of myself, I realized, okay, it's been years of it. And now I know I, I took so many classes. I got so many certificates. I'm like, okay, I can, I can pass it on. So I decided to create the courses. And this time, and it's not long ago, actually, uh, first day of January, first day literally I was sitting it was or second day it was a Sunday I remember and I had to go back to office job on Monday morning mm -hmm. and I was thinking to myself I'm like it's not happening I can't do this anymore literally I'm like I have so much to share and I have so much to do and I want that life I want to create that life I mean who knows how long I'm going to live at least on this planet let's make it happen mm -hmm. I went back to office First day, I tried to keep my cool. And second day, I just gave <laughs> my two weeks notice. <laughs> <was> yeah. Good. <laughs> I was back in January. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so almost four months now. Um, from this four months, I took a full month break. I went to London, spent time with my family because I couldn't for the past years. I didn't have enough time. And the rest of it, I was creating my first gut repair course. And now I have two other courses launching, one on coaching women on doing the same thing, move away, move away from their nine to five and create their residual income and passive income. And the other one is how to live toxic free and just break up with the toxins in your life. So wow. making it happen. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I want to pull a few of those pieces out because there's a common question I get um, on this journey. And the, the biggest one is really like, how did you do it? How did you transition out? So I want to speak into something you mentioned, which was, it was hard, right? Especially in that first time transitioning out, it was hard. You had to kind of prepare things. Can you talk through the mental process of preparing yourself mentally to transition out the first time around? Because I think when someone's never done it, it's just this fear of uncertainty but can you kind of walk through what was going on in your mind? Absolutely. I actually vividly remember when I wanted to do that, I was really scared. That was, that was my fear of what if I fail? And, uh, and how do I start? Honestly, I had no idea where or how to start it. So uh, first thing, I really remember writing it down, what I want. So I have actually, I had the notebook. I was looking at it a couple months ago. I wrote down specific one day of my life, how it's going, how it's looking right now. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down on the other column next to it, how I want it to look, whatever, <laughs> next yeah. five years, whatever. I was like, how yeah. I want it to look. And I started looking at the differences. And my thought was, I'm going to focus on how I want it to look step by step, one by one, small steps. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make the, make the change happen. And then I knew I want to move away from nine to five. Obviously, I wasn't 100% sure how I'm going to do it or what's going to happen. But my first thing was, okay, I'm going to make it happen no matter what. 
I'm a little bit, um, I guess, in general, I kind of like put my mind into something, I go after it. Failure really doesn't mean anything, especially that was a great experience for me. But in general, I always look at everything. Instead of failure, I like to use and think about as experience. And that's what I learned from my dad. I guess that's how he told me or taught me. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, this is how I want my days to look and I'm going after it. So let's start. And then from there, it was just literally consuming every information I could uh, to keep myself first informed, obviously, and second, motivated to do that. So I started following people on social media that they were, they moved away. The yoga teachers that were teaching full-time or traveling, I started listening to podcasts, podcasts all the time, audiobooks and podcasts like nonstop. So I think it's really important to keep yourself motivated. And this is just, just having those information around you and just make the decision. That was it for me. Make the damn decision. Cause just to getting to that point, making the decision, I really want to do this like for real, that took me months to yeah. get there. Yeah. The decision is the first part. And I want to, I'm glad you brought this up and even said it in those words, because there's really like three parts to getting anything that we desire that first decision mark. Right. Which I think most of us actually skip that all together and try to go to the, how do we get it done? The result all part of it, the part that's like, okay, let me try to figure it all out first before I even decide that I'm going to go that path. And it's like, that's kind of the point in deciding first is like, you're going to commit, which is the second step to resolve how it's going to get done. And it works itself out. Right. And to your point, it could be a failure, it could be a success, but not attaching that label to it allows you to resolve whatever it is that you're deeply desiring. So I think you nailed it. It's deciding that is literally the first step and I love your example of how you wrote it out side by side not in a pro con list but in a what do I want list versus like what's happening and transitioning that slowly through habits and transitioning your thought process which is fabulous I love it excellent (laughs) um I also want to point out (laughs) um so you also mentioned that you wanted to focus on passive and residual income can you share what that means to you specifically? Because lots of people have different ideas around what that could mean. So how does that show up in your life? Yes, absolutely. So first I started with residual income for me was just go think, I was thinking about, okay, what if I can't work next time I'm sick? What if I'm traveling? Uh, what if something happens? I want to make sure those hours that I'm not working, I still have a stream of income. And to me, th- that was the residual income I was looking for. And to me, it was um, the company that I was using their products for a very long time. And I knew they had this opportunity. There is this opportunity to go and start working with them. Uh, network marketing. Um, and I heard, obviously, a lot of like good things and bad things about network marketing before many years ago. But then I knew it's working. I started actually following a couple of people that actually made it there and made it to the top. I became their top leaders and they were making a very good, um, it was a very good source of income for them. They actually replaced their income with it. And I was like, okay, if one person can do it, 
hell yeah, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Yeah. So I started with that. That was, that was the residual income I wanted to bring in. And it was easier for me in a way because I was already loving the products and I knew how to use them. So it was kind of like going out and telling, and literally this is how it worked. I was talking to my sister. I'm like, oh, your, your skin? Oh, you have this spot on your skin? Use this oil for it or use that, this product for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like whenever you share with your friends and family when you go to a great restaurant, you want to tell everyone. So it started like that for me and it, it, it wasn't as difficult. It was a little bit hard because I've never done really sales in my life. At the beginning, I was kind of like trying to stay away from that sales word but it worked out perfectly and I I started getting that residual income slowly building up on that but then definitely I was thinking about okay I want both of it different stream of income that's why I went to creating courses and that's to me passive income that's you actually have the products or service you're selling but you have to kind of work for it basically yourself, whether you're promoting it or you have to be on top of like selling the one by one. The this, uh, network marketing is you have a team of people. Every time anyone buys, you get the you get the bonuses. So that's the residual income is built up. For this one, passive income. So it's just the products and services you're offering. And combine uh, both together, that's perfect to replace. I mean, for me, it was perfect to replace my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love how you tied all of those pieces in because a lot of um, people, when I help them monetize their skills, monetize their talents, they're not sure kind of how all the pieces will work together. So I love that you used your natural ability and skills to kind of put the pieces together and you didn't maybe call it something right, but like you just figured that process out. So I want to specifically call out for you, like, cause you already have, but I want to see like how you would phrase it. What are like the three like main things that are just so unique to you because you have all these different ways in which you go about doing things or selling things or sharing things. What are the three unique skills about you that make it special to like be a part of either your courses or the things that you sell? Um, well, first thing I'm going to say, I think the way I teach, I teach, whether it's, whether I'm selling the product or the services or my courses, it's, it's just teaching about something. Um, I think the way I teach, I simplify it. And the reason I think that, and I try to do that because English is the, literally the fourth language I learned. <laughs> so I still think English is not good. And I always think about, first I started teaching, I was very uncomfortable about that as well. So I don't, I don't use big words. And even in our conversation, it's just like very simple. And that, that's how I am. That's how I learn. So I think one of the things I do with my teachings is keep everything very simple. And I always think about that person that doesn't know anything about this, whatever I'm teaching. And I always look back at, back at myself where I was seven or 10 years ago when I started going through this issue or started using this product. I talk to that person. So I think that's one thing I can, I can tell. Um, what else? Two others. Um, um, the other thing is I think um, sharing my own experiences, that's one thing I really bring in, whether I'm teaching my courses 
whether it's the gut repair I'm doing or trying to tell people or selling the products. This always goes back to my experience. And I think that's really important. That's how I feel when I go to buy something. These days, I rather to do a lot of things online because I want to hear normal individuals out there, how they experience the same product or the service, how it worked for them. So that's how I try to kind of connect with everybody. And I tell them this thing, literally this product worked for me or didn't. And I, I, I be honest with it. I think it's really important for people because I know if it's something I'm experiencing, no matter what it is, there are thousands and thousands of people out there. They're experiencing the same thing in different variations or different levels of it. So I think that's the second thing I really bring in and it's unique to me. And I think anybody else does that, it's gonna be unique to them. We all have our own experiences. Yeah, I think from what you said, and I'll just put this on the table if you wanna use it, because I always like to identify like, what's the, the unique value proposition that you bring to the table? And I always try and come up with three for everyone I meet. And I think for you, it's your, ability to use multiple ways to connect things specifically you've used this um kind of more tragic experience where you had illness you had something traumatic happen right and then you solutioned for it through different healing modalities i'm assuming different products and services that allowed you to heal yourself right so now you kind of have this new angle of how you can heal yourself doing something i'm sure out of the ordinary and going against the grain from doctors like i'm just making some of this up but then you also have this capacity to simplify things like you said and then you have the connecting piece which is you're sharing your um, story to connect others to how they can potentially see what's possible on the other side. So by those three things coming together, um, sorry, my speaker did something weird. Okay. Um, by those three things coming together, yeah, a little now, bit, I'm sorry, I can hear you a little bit like further away. Yeah. My, my headphones stopped working. Can you hear me still? Yes, I can still hear you. Cool. Um, so by using those three pieces to use as like your teaching modality through your courses, through your selling techniques, like that's what makes you, you, and that's what actually people buy from. Right. And so I want to point that out because I think a lot of people struggle to your point with sales in particular sales is like a dirty word, or, you know, they make it mean something, but when you actually look at like your unique way of sharing and adding value to the world around you, that's all that selling is really at the end of the day, people provide money for exchange of your value. And it doesn't, to your point, have to be a time exchange. It could be you on screen sharing your course or a product that they're just consistently buying because they like it and they're enrolled in the idea of it. So I love that you brought up these examples because they're perfect and simple. So it's not overcomplicated. You're not building, you know, some crazy funnel to like do all these things and do ads and blah, blah, you know, like, yeah, you could do all of that and you could do it simple ways too to start off. So um, I love that you yes. shared. Thank you for that. that. That's actually a great thing for me to take away. <laughs> I'll add it to my to list. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Keep it simple. Um, I want to connect to 
any challenges you've had like on the money front and how you maybe either overcame them or maybe something you're still navigating through? Is there any specific um, challenges that you've had that you want to share? Um, yes, I definitely been through so much up and down and this was through my whole life. Um, I'm originally from Iran and I remember as a kid living in a big house and a happy family and then move countries that we went to Turkey and then back to Iran and then back to England and then here it was just like always this for me moving countries and different cities so it was a lot of up and down ups and down it was going on because um moving and kind of like packing everything and going to a new country it was always like okay we don't have a job for a certain amount of time you have to build up again for a year or two, or sometimes who knows how long it takes. It's like going back to your savings. So I always had this, that I was living kind of like comfortably. And then we had to be careful about how much I'm sharing or how much I'm using or spending money. Because whether I'm, you know, I don't have a job or I'm just dipping into my savings. So it was always this. It was always like, great, I'm just comfortable. And then I'm not comfortable. Then I'm comfortable. Then I'm in debt because I have medical bills. It was always this. Mm. And um, I really struggled. And I honestly, I still, I had that fear. Sometimes it just carried with me. I'm not aware of it. And I work through it. And I, I really work towards kind of like, keeping it in balance, but the fear is still there. I always, whenever I'm feeling really comfortable financially, I'm always thinking, oh, what's gonna happen next? To get me down, to pull me down again. So uh, I even started kind of like, I see a therapist and I started sharing that with my therapist. It's just like, this is a conversation that I have and I think about it, but I mean, it's there. I know I'm not alone, fear about financial, financial goals, financial ability to live the life you want, financial freedom, it's there, it's out there. Many, many people, many women uh, specifically deal with it. But I always think, um, you know, I came back like a hundred times from zero. (laughs) I'll do it next time. So that's how I'm keeping myself this time positive. And every time it comes up, I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I, I know you're here. I know the thought you're here. I feel you, but I got you, you know, yeah. <laughs> I have, I have something to do next time. I love yeah. it. Um, and you bring up a good point as far as the, the fear is going to be there, right? It's not that you get over it or it goes away. Like it just, it's there and you can acknowledge it and be aware of it and um, navigate through it when it does arise. Um, I don't know if you've, um, read the book abundance project, but it's really, really powerful. I highly recommend it. And it's one that I read, um, when I first quit my job, my nine to five, and it really supported me in leveling up my, the numbers part of it, right? Like how much should I charge and how much um, money is enough money. And it really just helped me understand like my own levels of limitations. And like, I've been in finance for 15 plus years. Like I thought I had pretty good, um, healthy limits or, you know, uh, abundance mindset. And it just like took me to a whole whole new level. So I just love 
that book in particular as far as like the storyline that he shares in his own journey but then also gives exercises along the way to help support really leveling up on that like wealth abundance mindset which is really what you're referring to so um thank you for sharing that i think to your point we've all been through that and struggle with that i've i resonate with your story a lot i've had my own like health uh, medical expenses and journey. It's actually how I became bankrupt and then overcame it and, and really moved through that to create um, the income that I want and move forward to create the community that I want. And it, it's kind of one of those things, like it kind of needed to happen in order to get where I am now. And, you know, I would never wish health problems on myself or anyone, but I'm also like super grateful to have experienced pieces of that because it just allowed me to be resilient and to, to get to where I am. So I just um, thank you for sharing that piece of your journey as well. Um, I do want you to share a little bit more in detail, anything you want to about the programs that you offer and then also how people can find you. Absolutely. Um, right now, I have one of my courses launched, and I am super excited about sharing it with anybody out there because this is literally going back <laughs> to my last 10 years of my life struggling with health issues. So um, it's named the Gut Repair Academy. And the very first course that I launched is about chronic bloat or IBS, or, well, basically anybody dealing with IBS or chronic bloating. Um, I go through everything, they can the elimination of the inflammatory food to the point that they can reintroduce back food and start living and managing their life without the symptom going forward. I have dealt with uh, GI issues for 10 years. And unfortunately, I couldn't get diagnosed. For some reason, it took a good 10 years for me to get diagnosis. By the time I got diagnosis, it wasn't just IBS. It just became chronic. Everything, my whole GI system was, it was just not really functioning properly. So, um, and I hear one thing I hear a lot and I see a lot in social media that it actually gives me creeps is people saying, oh, bloat is normal. Like people sharing the pictures before and after food, they have bloats and it's normal. And I'm like, no, it's not. It is not. Bloat is a symptom that your body is giving you and telling you something is wrong. It may not be serious, really serious at that point, but that's how it started for me. And it literally got me to the point that I, I couldn't get out of bed for months. So, and this is, this is my first offer that I'm very, very excited about. And I love anybody out there. Just if you're, if you're dealing with bloat, please do something about it. And I, and I do share a lot about it on my Instagram stories or Instagram um, account for free as well. So that's one thing that I'm really, really passionate about. The other two courses that I'm actually offering in the next couple of months is gonna, I have actually two separate accounts for them. So one for gut repair and the other one uh, for the living a low tox life and just break up with toxic products and just do a um, coaching women Specifically, that's the other thing I'm very, very passionate about. I just want to help women to just get the hell out of the place you are and you're hating it. Just just do it. I've been there. I lived there. At some point, the fear, the, the financial problems, it was stopping me. And I stayed there too long. And I'm 
I'm hoping that I can help women out there to get out of that rut. To don't stay there long, you know, just, just a little bit faster than I did. It took me a very long time. And I'm hoping that I can help people to just get out of there a little bit faster. Um, yeah, the, those are those are the things right now I'm offering and I'm, I'm coaching women on, that, on both sides of it. And um, I'm really, really passionate about it. I can, as you can tell, I can't stop talking about them. So <laughs> I'm online on my Instagram almost all the time. So sharing about all these things. But yes, my Insta I have my Instagram accounts. Those are the places that I'm most active. It's uh, my main Instagram account is Sally Yogi, which is S-A-L-L-Y. O-G-E-E. -E. This is the times I was a yogi and I was teaching yoga mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> I created the account, so I just kept it as it is. But mostly talking about low talks and just business coaching on the account. And my, Insta uh, my website is sallyyogi.com, which I share everything. Everything that I spoke about today is just like, it's there. It's still a little bit not too broad because... Um, I'm just doing everything myself all at the same time and I just started kind of this new thing but but I have enough information shared there and I have everything there as well beautiful beautiful thank you Sally so much for sharing for your time for your energy put towards this conversation and um, yeah just really sharing your story I know how important it is for you to get that out but also for others to hear it and to resonate with it as well so thank you of course. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast and I love what you're doing because I think a lot more people, a lot more women need to hear these stories and just, just start making the change they're looking for. Agreed. Thank you for your work. <laughs>